February is Black History Month, and the city has various events planned to commemorate the historic month. And WFHB's Black Affairs Program, Bring It On, talk to city organizers about Black History Month events here in Bloomington. February marks Black History Month. We have an excerpt from WFHB's Black Affairs Program, Bring It On. I encourage everyone and anyone listening to get out, learn about our culture, take part, uh, enjoy. Uh, There are a lot of opportunities for participation, audience participation. And with that, we're going to sort of dive right in. We have a sort of a multitude of things to talk about. We'll lead off with the city. James, give us your intro, um, your acceptance, I mean, your your, your talk about (laughs) that, and we'll see what's going on. Well, good evening. Thanks again for having us. Um, uh, like you mentioned, I am the uh, the chair for the Dr. Martin Luther King um, Birthday Celebration Commission, and um, I'm also on the um, committee for Black History Month events um, for the city of Bloomington. And uh, I hope you all got a chance to come out to our kickoff that we held on January 30th. Um, it was really awesome. We had a, a, a very great speaker. Um, when I went to school with uh, at Tennessee State University, uh, HBCU, um, and he spoke on the topic of Black and Blooming, and that's our theme for the for the month. Last Thursday, the city of Bloomington held the 16th annual Black History Month kickoff. Here is an excerpt from speaker William Hosea. February marks the celebration of Black History Month. As we ring in the start of February, February, which actually starts tomorrow, we're looking forward to a month of community events and celebrations. The theme of this year's Black History Month observance is Black and Blooming. This month's events will seek to acknowledge the up-and-coming black leaders, visionaries, and change makers who are blazing trails and leaving their mark on our city, state, and the country. Whether Bloomington natives or transplants by way of educational journeys and careers, these people have strived to bloom where we are planted and positively influence a community. Next up, Dr. Gloria Howell gave an opening speech on the Black History Month kickoff on racial injustice. I am elated to stand before you tonight as we honor and celebrate the contributions of brilliant, beautiful black people all over the world. I hope that we take moments to reflect and acknowledge the spirit of those who came before us. To the ancestors, we are grateful for your sacrifices, persistence, and resilience that brought us to where we are today. In a country where black people were once enslaved, barred from receiving an education, prevented from voting, we have seen several things to get a little bit better However, we know that there are too many injustices that remain that must be changed. From housing to health care, elections to education, police brutality, and prison reform. As we spend Black History Month looking back on our ancestors' inspiring legacy, I encourage us to seek their guidance, the guidance of our ancestors. I ask for their courage to face the challenges to come, wisdom to discern the correct path towards achieving equity, I ask them for hope that the injustices we still battle will one day be torn down and strength to never give up our fight for freedom. This Black History Month, I urge each of us to think deeply about what we can do to improve ourselves and our communities so that we may soon fully realize that we are definitely our ancestors' wildest dreams. Thank you. 
On WFHB's Bring It On, Clarence Boone interviewed Dr. Melina Abdullah, who spoke at the city's MLK Day event at the Buzzkirk Chumley. Abdullah played a big role in organizing Black Lives Matter, and she is a womanist scholar activist based in Los Angeles, California. Here is a segment of her interview on Bring It On. When George Zimmerman was acquitted in the murder of Trayvon Martin, On July 13th, 2013, Los Angeles, like a lot of other cities, exploded and we just engaged in what people call intuitive organizing. We flooded the streets and for three days we were in the streets, part of an ongoing struggle. And on the third day, um, our co-founder Patrice Cullors sent out a text to a bunch of different organizers and it came to me um, and I was in the streets with many of my students and my children, and um, it invited us to gather. And so we gathered that evening and um, began to process what it means to build a movement, not a moment. And that night, that's what we pledged to do, build a movement, not a moment. Now, I, no one could have anticipated that it would become a global movement on the scale that it was. Um, but we knew it was something special even that night. Um, and from that, it flourished and blossomed, and it went cross-country uh, with the help, of course, with national media and uh, well-placed interviews with uh, talking heads, if you will, <laughs> and then making uh, bold statements and, and having great progress uh, with the movement. I'm just curious about the structure, the organization of Black Lives Matter, uh, is this sort of nationally nationally structured where there are chapters of Black Lives uh, Matter? Yeah, so we're a global network um, made up of semi-autonomous chapters who are bound together by a set of guiding principles. So if anybody wants to go to blacklivesmatter.com, you can click on chapters and you'll see the list of official chapters, right? And so in Indiana, we have an official chapter that's emerging in South Bend. Um, many people are familiar with the work that they're doing of following Pete Buttigieg all around the country and lifting the name of Eric Logan lifting the name of Anthony Young, the houseless brother who recently died of exposure. Um, and Eric Logan was murdered by South Bend police. Um, but there's also, we recognize Black Lives Matter is also a movement beyond the network. And so um, there are people who have just gathered themselves under the banner of Black Lives Matter. Um, and sometimes they're in line with our... Um, guiding principles, and sometimes they develop their own um, agendas. That was an excerpt from Dr. Melina Abdullah, a Pinnacle member in the founding of Black Lives Matter.